Hello, and welcome to Unexplained Mysteries with Tucker Carlson. I'm Tucker Carlson. And today we're gonna to be discussing a mystery that has plagued us all. Where does the missing sock in the dryer go? For years, scientists have wondered, where do these socks go? Where, where are they going to? How do they go missing? There are a lot of theories. Could it be gnomes? Everyone knows gnomes are attracted to underwear, but could they also be stealing our socks? Of course, experts on gnomes will point out that gnomes do prefer underwear and socks are not normally their bag. Of course, we have, and of course, there's the theory that aliens might be abducting our socks. Why do, of course, one might ask, why would the aliens want our socks? Now, also interestingly, could it be the government? When we reached out to the Democrats for a quest for answers about the missing socks, the Democrats were strangely quiet on where socks could be going. Now, this of course doesn't mean anything on its own, but one does have to wonder, why don't the Democrats care about where our socks are going? Could the Democrats be involved with the disappearing of our socks? To be clear, I don't have answers to these questions, but I think it's important that we ask these questions that don't have answers. Because otherwise, how will we ever not question these disappearing socks to begin with? Maybe one day the Democrats will tell us what they're doing with those socks, if in fact the Democrats are taking the socks. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ruben Uncut. Today, before my before I cancel my free trial to Fox Nation. By the way, Fox Nation seven day free trial is a bullshit free trial. That's like the kind of free trial that you know that it would take someone maybe two weeks to realize your content was trash. But by that point, you've already got their $64. Yeah, fuck that. Definitely gonna get rid of this. But I had to be like, well, what am I, what else could I cover from this? It's probably all boring bullshit. But then I found out that Tucker Carlson has a new video on animal mutilation. And I've, I've got to know what the hell this is about. I'm assuming aliens. But if I get into this thing, it's like a weird, like uh, he's going PETA on us. That would also be amazing. Would also be amazing. All right. So let's get going here. I'm going to... Let's... Da, 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 da. Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson, you're such a greasy piece of shit. All right, here we go. All right, so this starts with a warning. Animal mutilations are a heinous crime. The recording contains disturbing images which expression of the eyes. We found a dead bull. It's missing its reproductive organ. It's missing. Yep, this, this looks like alien stuff. Looking like alien stuff. Missing its testicles and its penis and its tongue is gone. The aliens want your dick. Before we continue, I, I do want to specify. I, I don't think the idea of aliens existing uh, is ridiculous. Well, that would just I'll just throw that out there. I know some of you are going to be sitting there going, this guy, aliens might exist. But uh, I just want to state for the record that I don't consider that impossible. We have a vast and endless universe. And whether you believe in science or God, I think both of those would indicate that statistically it would be weird if there weren't aliens. Like, we're the only planet that evolved? Unlikely. God made this many planets and he only put life on one of them. I don't think any of these theories holds up 
there's probably aliens. Now, I'm not saying there has to be aliens. I'm just saying, I feel like if reality is a, is a probability machine, then probably there's more than one sentient life form in the universe. And I said, what? A single drop of blood may be found on the hoof, nothing on the ground, and the scavengers won't eat it and it doesn't rot. It doesn't rot. That's, that's an interesting claim. Oh, this, this feels like it's all preview shit though. Should I skip this? At least 10,000 cases in the United States. The Harvey County Sheriff told people so it happens less than COVID. Good to know. To be on alert after someone removed organs from a bull. It appeared that they had been surgically removed. We haven't solved it. Okay, so I just want to... Okay, so there's a lot of stuff going on here that you can't see because... Yeah. But so some of the stuff that's going on here, it, it should be known. They're, they're intercutting actual, like, slaughter footage with this, which I think is weird. Like, yeah, it's it's graphic, but, like... What are you trying to do? Make me a vegan? I mean, like it's clearly not, like it's clearly not the aliens doing the the, the dissecting in these in this clip. Any of it's, it's almost okay, sheriff. You know, there's there's no evidence. The sheriff's department doesn't have any leads no at the time. If you asked us to go replicate that process and not leave evidence, I don't think that would be possible. Okay. Okay, right now, two guys are talking. They're wearing t-shirts say bearded butchers and they they do indeed have some decent beards it kind of freaked a lot of people out aliens come old lady in front of an, I mean, front of an alien animals and a fake flying saucer you have a cowboy hat <laughs> it's the greatest unsolved serial crime spree in history there are some originals over the past 40 years, more than 10,000 animals across the United States have been inexplicably killed in very strange ways. Never mind all the animals that are murdered to feed you and your family. It's only wrong when aliens do it. The phenomenon is called cattle mutilation. It's cost ranchers millions of dollars. Cases range from mysterious... Wait a minute. Like, collectively, 10,000 cows a year equals millions of dollars? I don't know the math. Maybe. It's a completely bizarre. Animals drain of their blood. Strange lights over cows. Okay, so just to comment, the drain of the blood part, maybe they'll explain why that's weird, but, like, if you're missing half your face, like the image it just showed was, you probably lost a lot of blood. So that, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Body parts with no commercial value... There's clearly an image of a sheep on the screen right now, by the way. Surgically removed. Despite federal, state, and local investigations into this, the government has consistently failed to identify a culprit to solve these crimes or even to explain what might be happening. So we took up the case ourselves. It'd be hilarious if this took a left turn into demonology. This is a very frontier part of Eastern Oregon. We are headed to the site where we found the first mutilated bull. Colby Marshall was vice president of the Sylvie's Valley Ranch when cowboys discovered five mutilated bulls on the property in August of 2019. The total value of all of those bulls was, was well over $18,000 of just value to the bulls. Okay. Each one of those bulls... Okay, so bulls are pretty expensive. Bulls are pretty expensive. Bulls would have produced upwards of 20 calves a year for probably the next, you know, five, six years. Okay, the money is starting to make sense now. So their overall production value was in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So the fact that they were killed and mutilated was a huge financial loss to the ranch. All five bulls were found on the same morning. This is a photo of one of the bulls that was killed and mutilated. He's a big one, by the way. Big old, big old bull. And so what you're seeing here is you're seeing a 2,000-pound range bull that has had its uh, genitals removed and also its tongue removed. Also missing eight... This is getting real sexual. Eight gallons of blood with not a drop left at the scene. Their carcasses were found... Okay, see, that's the important detail, not a drop left at the scene. That is weird. What are we talking about here? 
cow vampires found along the creek bed each one a quarter mile from the next the location was so deep into federal ranch land you'd have to pass hundreds of other cattle just to get to them you can see this is not an easy place to get into and you really got to search this spot out it's difficult and so right here walking. next to this creek is is basically where we found one of the animals unlike cattle killed by animal predators the body parts missing from the bulls were removed with surgical precision photographs taken by colby show that okay so this one cow image they're showing here like the first cow just looked like a cow with its like dick cut off i mean like a, a bull with its dick cut off this next one this one is pretty weird it looks like a cow that's it looks less like a cow and like someone took like like the cow cover off the cow does that make sense like it looks like it doesn't look like a bull it looks like the thing the bull wears over itself with the bull not in it although when you see when you look at the legs you can see the legs are in it scavengers still haven't touched the bulls months after they were killed there's cougars there's coyotes there's ravens that would pull these animals apart once they die in this case the animal is laying there almost entirely intact this is extraordinarily weird as with all the mutilations the missing body parts had no commercial value the genitals the blood any butcher would have thrown them away there was no other outward signs that that in i'm telling you kinky satanists Anything had killed him other than the fact that he was missing his reproductive organs and his tongue. No genitals. I don't know why they just showed us, like, the removal of a skull head from a butchery. I, I don't know why that was important. Like, this is unnecessarily graphic at points. Like, I understand showing us the cow bodies themselves. Like, that's evidence. But why do we keep cutting to these people just mutilating cows in a in like a factory. I, I don't get it. No tongue. Tucker Carlson's secret PETA operative. No blood. And most important, no clues. There was no forensic evidence of any kind left at the scene. Not only were there no tracks, there was no knives there left, there were no blades left, there was no bullets uh, of any kind. There was not even any struggle. Why would there be bullets when they clearly haven't been shot? Just pointing that out. Marks from the animal. No strike marks on the ground like a healthy animal trying to escape from a horrible situation. There was nothing like that. They were perfectly healthy. The ranch offered a $25,000 reward for information that would lead to an arrest. Perfectly healthy. Didn't struggle. Interesting. But they got no credible leads. Three years later, they still have no idea. Obviously, the murderer is someone the cows knew and trusted. Idea who did it. I would have never thought that this would be possible, that you could basically think, kill. Sorry, I keep misgendering these these bulls. Wait, are bulls technically cows? What is the, oh, bovine, never mind. These, I'm just going to say bovines. I mean, technically, I could say bull because it's correct in this situation, but I keep saying cows. Bulls. Bulls with the balls. Oh, oh wait, oh, they don't have balls anymore. Although, they don't have balls anymore. So by Republican standards no longer bulls five bulls without any kind of evidence how could they have possibly managed a 2,000 pound bull after the sylvie's valley ranch mutilations another mutilated cow was found in lake county oregon the rancher who discovered okay, they have this map up right now and i just want to say that like it's got like a bunch of weird icons on it like like there's a nuclear radiation icon and then there's, but then there's one with like cogs, like a click here for options menu or settings. Yeah, that's what the cogs would be, settings. The cow reported extreme illness after touching the carcass. Then, in are they radioactive? Did they detect them to see if they were radioactive? Well, maybe they'll tell us. It just, it seems like the obvious reason that, that people might be, animals might not be eating them. 2021, seven more were reported from across Oregon. They were hundreds of miles apart from each other. Still no clues, still no arrests, and it's not just Oregon. The police in France are on high alert. A spate of barbaric horse killings and mutilations have raised an alarm. In France, they've got nope. For those of you that 
get that reference. It's a good movie. Go see it. A bizarre animal mutilation case near Kansas City International. For the second time in a week, police in South Florida have found... If you didn't catch that, in France they had horses instead of cattle, which is interesting. And a horse that was mutilated. Personally, I've investigated in 200 cattle mutilation cases. No one in the world has spent more time studying these mutilations than author Chris O'Brien. My recent book is the Bible. <laughs> oh, now we're here we are. We're talking to the head conspiracy theorist on this situation. Let's see what he's got to say. What does he believe it is? For anyone interested in the cattle mutilation. He's holding up his book. It's called Stalking. I think it says, they're holding it too close to the camera. I can't Phenomenon. quite make it out. It's called Stalking oh, the Herd. Stalking what the Herd. He just said it. It's when a head of livestock is found. Or a wild animal, elk, deer. It's found missing certain areas of soft tissue. The rear end of the animal often is taken out like a plug. It's cored out like a just... I just want to point out that this, this type of mutilation he's driving now was not done to the previous cows. The mammary glands, the udders on cows, the genitalia. Oftentimes, the jawbone is, is revealed. Skin is cut away. Most domesticated animal deaths have obvious explanations. They were killed by predators or died of disease. True cattle mutilations, like the cases in Oregon, are impossible to explain. Mutilated cattle have been found. You're misusing the word impossible, Tucker. What you should say is have no explanation. Impossible is a predictive statement. We don't know it's impossible, but with our current understanding, we have no explanation. This is basic, basic man. Found with the following things in them, barbiturates, the anticoagulants, the coagulants, mescaline. What the fuck is mescaline doing in a cow? Okay. Mescaline, now, now I suspect, making it sound more and more like weird Satanist stuff. <laughs> they found potassium cyanide in, in a, a cow in Utah. And the, the stuff well, hold on. If, if they're poisoning the animals, maybe that's why other animals aren't eating the bodies. Just a theory. Anyone could poison a cow is what I'm saying. That they use it in, to kill people in prisons. Reports of mysterious mutilation go back centuries. In 1605 and early 1606, under the reign of James I of England, uh, there were hundreds and hundreds of sheep that were being mutilated at a um, hundred at a time. We do have uh, cases in the early 1800s. There's cases in the 1900s. So why have they cut back from mutilating hundreds? That's the question. The mutilations continued, peaking in the U.S. in the mid-1970s. Investigators kind of agree that there were... So there's a fun fact that I didn't know I would learn today. The mutilations of cows peaked in the 1970s. Huh. 70s were a weird fucking time, bro. We're upwards of a thousand cases just in Colorado alone. Cattle mutilations caused a full-blown panic. For some reason, he's sitting in like an old-timey house doing this with like a tiny grandfather clock behind him and like it looks like it it almost looks like a barn if there wasn't like house like furniture in this room of tucker i'd say it was a barn i don't know why like i understand it's for aesthetics but like is it worthwhile in 1975 the denver post reported that bureau of land management canceled land surveys over eastern colorado because they were quote simply afraid their helicopters might be shot down by ranchers and others frightened by cattle deaths. The first really well-known mutilation case happened in the San Luis Valley in uh, September 1967. The horse has gone down in his... No, I'm going to let that go. I, it, he's, he's apparently got hundreds of years of, of data on this, and yet this is the one he says is the most well-known. I just think that's interesting. History. Um, as Snippy. Snippy the horse was found dead with the skin removed from her face in the San Luis Valley in south central Colorado. The week she was found, locals reported bright lights in the night sky. It became a sensation locally, and when it finally hit the papers uh, in, the, in the beginning of October, reporters from all over the world descended on the valley. Showing various newspapers, clippings about uh, 
UFO sightings. We descended on the valley too. You're in southern Colorado in the San Luis Valley at the UFO watchtower. And I'm that. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something here because she called it the watchtower. And it's like a single floor dome thing with like an observatory deck on top of it. It's like, it's like, it's like, the, it's not that tall is what I'm saying. Also, they've mistaken garbage for art. That crazy lady down the road. Judy Messaline runs the UFO Watchtower, a roadside attraction in Hooper, Colorado close to the site where Snippy the horse was found mutilated. Why do you feel the need to put... More like an observatory deck than a tower. Like, it, it doesn't really fit the definition of a tower at all. Snippy on display. She's part of history. Wait, they have the horse here? They preserved... This is Snippy the horse. There was no hide, hair, was make, or anything from the shoulder. This could to the be tip anybody's skeleton. When they opened her up, there were no organs inside. If you look here, you can see where they cut into the the head to take out the brain. Oh, okay. And, um, so I, there I, mean, no I feel like it's still being no skeleton. There I'm not was saying no it's blood. Not. I'm not saying it's not. It is strange because animals have a lot of blood in them, and there should have been a big, a big puddle of blood around this carcass. It had been raining a few days earlier, and then it was found 100, about 100 feet from where the tracks ended. And would rain, would rain wash that away? I don't know. I don't think so. there'd still be signs of it, right? And then there was these weird, they look like elephant tracks that were out there. There was a smell of like, like medicine incense. Elephant tracks. That's one I haven't heard for in terms of alien stuff. Uh, that was hovering around the body. It was weird stuff. The owner, Nellie Lewis, she blamed it on aliens mutilating her horse. How credible are the Lewis's claims? All the people out there, all those original children of the settlers, I mean, they're, they're the salt of the earth people. Any interest in making up a story? No, and they, they never tried to profit off it. They, they actually were kind of pissed off that it turned into such a big deal. Since the death of Snippy the horse, Colorado's San Luis Valley has become a hotspot for cattle. Where the hell are you sitting, Tucker? Where the hell are you sitting? It's like off to his side, and I also don't know why they even needed to use this camera angle. Maybe just to so it wouldn't be so just him being a talking head next to a tiny grandfather clock. I don't know, but like there's a there's clearly some type of bureau or something off to his one side. All mutilations. Who do you think is responsible for this? For these mutilations that have been happening here? Who knows? <laughs> Lots of speculation surprisingly reserved answer for a woman in a jacket that has alien patches on it and also is standing in front of two uh, statues made from trash that are made to look like aliens and uh, a replica flying saucer behind her, on her at her alien observatory ranch thing that she calls a tower inaccurately. It's a very reserved comment from her, considering everything she's done. Might be our government. Who knows? It would be nice for somebody to come forward and fess up to it. You see, Wait, are you saying you're not betting on aliens? Because it feels weird that you're not betting on aliens. Like, the Tucker Carlson asked you to say, maybe our government. Is that where this is going to go? Let's find out. The hill there is at San Luis. O'Brien spent 13 years researching reported mutilations in the San Luis Valley. He recorded his findings. It's October 24th. 140. Until now, that footage sat in a storage unit in upstate New York, but he agreed to go through his videos for us one by one. I investigated around 200 cases, and out of those, I figured about 40, maybe 50, uh, were real high strange mutilations. This animal was blown apart by a lightning strike. The rancher went out a day later and. 
Okay. All right. So we have some that are not super weird. And the thing had been cut up. We're six miles north of... Wait. It was struck by lightning and then it was cut up? Hmm. I don't know. Center three miles east. All the eternal organs were gone. Heart, lungs, liver. The brain was still there. This is an animal very interesting. Why did they leave? Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. Why did they leave the brain? People say, well, how come it's always the upside organs that are gone? This animal, the cut side was down, which totally negates any sort of scavenger or predator. This animal looked like somebody had taken a giant blowtorch and blowtorched out the rear end and the, the genitalia. I'm sorry, I'm confused. Is this not the same animal we just said was struck by lightning? Maybe I misunderstood that. Very confusing. What is a plausible explanation? There is none. This is an animal, this is a classic case. You can see the mandible is excised. Tongue has gone from deep within the uh, throat and the esophagus. This is an animal, they went out the following morning and they found their prized seed bull dead. You can see all the flies on it. They all were dead on the, on the hide. It was found uh, missing. Seriously, I, I feel like we should have got, someone should be checking these for radiation by now. Did anyone check them for radiation? They have not mentioned radiation. It's uh, <laughs> missing the moneymaker. This was a real case and, and very bizarre one too. This guy, he heard the sound of like a tornado and he was like, what the hell is this? He went outside and there was, oh man, it really does sound like nope though. This part sounds like nope. A huge helicopter above his cottonwood trees, above his, his house. And he said, there was no engine sound whatsoever. The only sound I heard was the whooping, you know, of the, of the blades and the thrashing of the trees. And he was a, an actual helicopter mechanic in the, in the military. And he said he, he was dumbfounded. He goes out the next day and finds four of his animals mutilated uh, really close to the ranch house. This was the most uh, disturbing case I ever had. This animal was found in a pristine five inch snow with not one drop of blood. It was missing um, its spine. It, it does look like essentially just the skin. Spine from the base of the neck to the hips. The upper respiratory organs were gone. The brain was gone with no break into the cranium. And the dura, the, the, the film on the outside of the brain that connects it to the skull was perfectly intact. From the inside, you should have the You can see wall. the inside. The whole thing has been taken out. It's this is the rear end of the cow. What was even... Why are they taking the buttholes? Like, what could aliens possibly want with the buttholes? And more disturbing is the liver and the heart, which are the first organs that an animal will... will will go for a scavenger were laying perfectly excised side by side in the body cavity there was a, a smell of like a medicinal takes the buttholes leaves the heart and liver takes the buttholes leaves the heart and liver what's that shit about chinky ass aliens Personal perfume we had weird light sightings that were reported by two separate people to the sheriff now that is a real cut Son of a bitch. Tell me a coyote did that. Oh, wait. Nobody knows. The mystery of so many mutilation cases has overwhelmed law enforcement. Sergeant Rourke, Sheriff's Office, Lake County, Oregon. I started doing this. In oh, man. Old guy cop. Looking copy as hell. In 1994 out here. Sergeant Tom Rourke has investigated multiple mutilation cases. Um, and there was no, no evidence, no clues. Most of them cow. Of, of a suspect on those either. Same thing, you know, parts were cut out, holes cut in them, and, and parts, you know, organs cut away. No identifiable distinct tire tracks, no identifiable foot traffic. No evidence means no arrests. So the ones I've been involved in, we haven't solved any of them. We have zero, we have zero success rate with this. It's, it's almost, you know, there's, there's no evidence to point who the perpetrator is. Work isn't alone. Every level of the United States government has attempted and then failed to explain the mutilation cases.
do we really have wait why are we zooming in on a cia thing like it would not be the cia's job to investigate this the cia it isn't even supposed to investigate things inside america unless they relate to like foreign like international security this does the fuck tucker it kind of is a mystery i mean i'm not gonna i won't you know i'm not gonna lie about that it's it's mysterious on multiple occasions, sitting U.S. senators have demanded the FBI investigate these mutilations. The FBI is Okay, see, FBI, that makes sense. It's domestic. Classified hundreds of documents related to mutilations. They detail the lengths that law enforcement has gone to solve this mystery. In September of 1974, there was a surge of mutilations in the Great Plains. The situation drove Senator Carl Curtis of Nebraska to demand an FBI investigation into what he called a series of incidents stretching from Oklahoma to Nebraska. The Bureau referred the request to the Fish and Wildlife Service, which blamed, quote, small mammals such as foxes and opossums. In 1975, Senator... is coming and they eat the assholes. Almost makes sense, actually. Floyd Haskell of Colorado, a Democrat... But why just the assholes? And genitals. Democrat ...followed up with the FBI once more. FBI Director Clarence Kelly responded by acknowledging the reported use of an unidentified helicopter near the scene of a mutilation in Colorado. But the director shrugged off the case, saying, these actions do not constitute a violation of federal law and therefore are not subject to FBI jurisdiction. Interesting. I guess we don't have federal laws about that? In 1978, Senator Harrison Schmidt, a former astronaut who had walked on the moon, reached out directly to then Attorney General Griffin Bell, requesting that the Justice Department re-examine its jurisdiction in this area. Schmidt was deeply concerned about the mutilations. He told a local paper, either we've got a UFO situation or we've got a massive, massive conspiracy that is enormously well-funded. Somewhere there was someone in an office going, damn it, what are you even saying to the press, man? Schmidt convinced the FBI to investigate mutilations on federal tribal lands. While the FBI was conducting its investigation, the New Mexico State Police launched its own. It was led by a trooper called Gabe Valdez. In December 1975, Valdez reported incisions on a cow that, quote, looked like they were made from the air while the cow was standing up. In 1976, Valdez reported a dead buffalo calf and noted a white helicopter was seen the morning of July 8th. In it is interesting that sightings are all sound like are all described as helicopters. Are are we misunderstanding what alien ships look like? Is this all some bizarre Soviet conspiracy to freak us out? In a summary of Gabe Valdez's findings, the special agent in charge of Albuquerque's FBI office wrote to Washington saying, the animals are being shot with some paralyzing drug and the blood is being drawn from the animal after an injection of an anticoagulant. It appears that in some instances, the cattle's legs have been broken and helicopters without any identifying numbers have reportedly been seen in the vicinity of these mutilations. Valdez himself came to the conclusion that these mutilations are the work of the U.S. government and that it is some clandestine... Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. But, but why? Why would the government be out here stealing dicks? An operation by the CIA or the Department of Energy and in all probability is connected to some research in biological warfare. Okay, that does sound like something the CIA would do. We, we can't lie. That, that, that sounds like something they would do. Valdez noted the mutilations close proximity. They're showing a nuclear bomb going off. I, I don't know what that's about. Los Alamos, the site of the Manhattan Project. Oh, the site of the Manhattan Project. It's Senator Schmidt assembled a conference on the mutilations. The FBI, Trooper Valdez, Indian chiefs, ranchers, and forensic veterinarians all participated in the conference. The vast majority concluded that predators were not responsible for these killings. The FBI. Well, not animal predators, anyways. 
assigned agents to investigate 15 mutilations on Indian land. They closed that case because they lacked evidence. Somebody's obviously doing this, but as far as there, there's no evidence to point to, to one thing or another. Do you think there are more of these cases that aren't recorded? Absolutely, absolutely. The main question is, who is doing this and why? I could poke holes in any theory that's trying to explain the cattle mutilation mystery. The most common theory is that the mutilations are caused by predators. Okay, okay, we've, we've been over this one, but yeah. The number one theory is that it's, it's predators that are responsible for these unusual-looking incisions. But what kind of animal predator makes surgical incisions? Why would the killer leave most of the meat inside the body? And what about the mescaline and the anticoagulants found in cows? And what about the cases where objects... Why, why, are, they, why are they making the cows trip? Like, what's, what's that about? And why mescaline? I mean, that does seem like some CIA shit, but like, you would think that wouldn't make their job easier. Objects are seen hovering above the cattle. People see helicopters. There's a, a, a sizable you know, population. Government thing right here. Just think the government's doing this. And they could. It could be bacteriological weapons testing. Uh, they could be looking for mad cow disease. Why would the government resort to covert efforts when they already have USDA inspectors at every commercial slaughterhouse? There's also some cases uh, where large ranchers use cattle mutilations as a terror tactic. You know, this is actually something I was thinking about as they were going over some of this stuff. Is like, what if this is, is, is ranchers fucking with each other? Like bigger ranchers fucking with little ranchers. That was actually, that was a thought I was having earlier. To drive smaller ranchers uh, out of business or to force them to sell. But if it's ranchers, why would they drain the cattle of their blood? I mean, obviously to make it weird. That, that one's actually not hard, to make it weird. And remove body parts. Why wouldn't law enforcement be able to solve it? To make it creepy. Now the law enforcement's a decent question some of these cases people also talk about you know seeing ufos ufos says theory for ufos got a weird ufo animation They're probably involved in about 10 percent of cases wait did he just say involved in 10 percent of cases that's a surprisingly small number of that's a surprisingly small percentage one active duty naval aviator told us on background that he frequently sees strange objects in the sky hovering above cattle. But why do these objects have interest in livestock? Some people think it's Satanists. Hey, 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 look at me, predicting the theories. That it's, uh, you know, black magic. I appreciate that Tucker Carlson also questions the alien theory. Why would they, why would they have why would they care about cows? It's a good question. Why would any of these people care about cows? Magicians doing ritual blood sacrifice. And yet they never specify which cult specifically might be doing this. It's really Because there's no evidence, Tucker. That's, that's not a, that one's not a, that one's not as much of a gotcha as you think. Difficult soundbite material. It's really complicated. It is complicated. So just how plausible is it that humans would be traveling to remote places and butchering massive livestock in fairness, human beings do all kinds of weird shit. Uh, why? Hard to say. Do humans do weird shit? All, all the time, man. All the time. While leaving no trace. The no trace thing is impressive. Not likely, it turns out. Wait, does that mean he's about to reveal an actual answer? I'm Seth Perkins. And I'm Scott Perkins. We're the bearded butchers. We own an opera. This is the second time we're seeing these guys, and this is the first time we're finding out who the hell they are. They're not even doing that basic documentary thing where they put up people's names at the bottom. What's that shit? Huh? It's the basics, Tuck. The basics. Create a family-run butcher shop right here in Creston, Ohio. Seth and Scott Perkins are brothers who have decades of experience as professional butchers. Now, okay. Are, are, is that what we're coming to these guys for? Their expertise on butchery? Side note. If you don't think you could stomach watching animals get cut up, don't watch this. Their YouTube page has more than a million followers. Few people in America. Also, 
you probably don't want to subscribe to their YouTube page if you don't want to see animals get cut up. To know more about how to butcher a cow. What would happen if somebody with no technical expertise in the topic went out and tried to cut a cow? It'd be an absolute disaster. We have to assume whoever's doing this has some type of technical prestige. Uh, some type of technical uh, ability due to the nature of the, of the cutting up we've been told. For one, there'd be blood all over the ground. If anyone can replicate a cattle mutilation, it's these guys. So we paid a visit to their slaughterhouse. Question is... Oh, is that what we're going to do now? That's actually kind of interesting. Let's see how this goes. Have the bearded butchers been in Oregon? The average cow has about eight gallons of blood. Removing that blood is where the process starts. Even in a controlled environment like a slaughterhouse, it gets messy. So as you can see, as I opened up, started to open up this hide, the, the blood starts coming out, especially around this utter area. So if you were to do this in the field, even after you let the blood out of the animal, I'd say it's nearly impossible to not get any blood in and around the area of where you're working on this animal. In order to do that in the field and not leave any evidence, you would have to do that through like some sort of IV system. So it is possible, but I feel like you would almost need to be maybe a doctor or physician to be able to find, or a nurse, to be able to find that, that artery, puncture that artery and actually remove the blood from that animal. It would, it would take a lot of skill. The process gets more difficult from there. I want to demonstrate just how difficult it would be to remove the tongue without having the skin removed from this skull. So if you were to make a cut here, just to expose that tongue, and you make a cut over here, take, take note at um, the amount of blood that's coming out of that as he's making his cuts. That's I will say the cutting he's making blood. here is resembling so If I, if I take that hide off, yeah, even yeah, to expose that, it what, is bleeding a lot. what's really difficult is to, to actually get in here and get that tongue removed because of the way it's attached. So you can't really get the jaw open far enough. And then if you strike the teeth with the edge of whatever object, you know, assuming it's a knife, it, it dulls it dramatically and immediately. And really the only thing you can do is try to put a new edge on, on your, on your knife that will absolutely wreck your knife. And then you, you cannot, it's difficult as it is, but if you hit your, this is how we know it was done with lasers, y'all laser beams, your knife on the teeth, trying to get that tongue out of there. It makes your knife nearly worthless. So another point I'd like to make is Scott mentioned, you know, how, how difficult it is to get they that are, tongue out, but just, he's, he's pulling this mouth open. He's pulling that jawbone away from that head as he explained that. Wow. If rigor mortis sets in on this animal, so if the animal's dispatched and then if you wait too long, rigor mortis starts setting in, you can, you can barely open this jaw at all. Most part, you get... You, some of you, this will be the best way for you to experience this media <laughs> because some of you will not want to see this. It's it's very graphic. Like they're just going in here, reaching in, pulling the jaws on this thing open and messing with the tongue. There's blood everywhere. Parts that have been removed from mutilated cattle, such as the blood or the udder, have no commercial value. And that's also true of the bung. I'll show you how we push the bunghole down. Uh, okay, we, we are talking about the bung I thought we were talking about. Before we start our viscerating process, I cut this pelvic bone too because it makes it easier removing this bung. So we'll just start by taking the hide off, moving that hide down the tail. I don't remember if, the, if that part of the tail was removed and the, uh, the field corpses. He's just, okay, washing up his knife, sharpening his knife. Sounds like that's something you have to do and a lot. what we want to do is we want to start right inside this, these pelvic bone, this H bone here. And we want to like that bung. So just, just from what he's doing here, I can tell you it is clearly not however the bung hole was removed from the bodies we saw earlier. The, the buttholes look like just 
tiny holes. Uh, and and this he's he's having the, he's making a giant incision to get this butthole out. Cutting around the bunghole, and now we're gonna push it down inside the cavity, and that portion will drop out with the rest of the intestines and the stomach. Another organ that's commonly removed is the heart. You can see that we needed that saw to open this portion up. And right here, inside this cavity, this chest cavity, right here in the front is where the heart's. Do they do this every day? Like, God damn, I, like, I don't, I don't eat meat, but like, I guess hats off to people who have to do this for a living. It's located, so I might be able to pull it out of here. I hope they keep the Sabbath is what I'm saying here. I hope they get a day off. So now we've got two people involved just trying to get to where he can reach that. There's the heart. Cow hearts are pretty big. In my opinion, in order to remove this in the field, you'd have to split that brisket bone open. And to do that, you need a commercial saw. The butchers remove the eyeball. Once again, it's gotta be laser beams. Oh, a lot of the cow mutilation footage was from this. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Uh, now I know where the... Now I understand where the footage is coming from earlier in the show. Uh, I, I still don't necessarily know if that footage had to be earlier in the show. I don't know if it served a real purpose. Uh, but yes, yeah, super graphic, y'all. Balls, udders, and skin. For their purposes, these body parts will eventually be used in pet food or in cosmetics. But the point is, even for professional butcher, you hear that? This is what your this is what your pets are eating, and uh, what's in the makeup you're putting on your face. Although if you're only hearing this, it's not as gross. Working in perfect conditions, they found it impossible to replicate any of the reported mutilations. And that's not even including the removal of the genitals or other organs, like the brain. Have you ever tried to get a brain out of a skull without splitting the cranium? It's impossible. It's okay, I just want to say, like, there was damage to the skulls where the cows, where the brains were missing from the animals. I don't know why they're saying without splitting the cranium. Uh, when you look at the when you look at the, the skulls earlier, it looks like something's literally just punched right into the skull. Somebody that possesses those butchering skills, we want them to come work for us. I would love to see that. Hear that, aliens? You need a job. The uh, the meat markets uh, they want you on board. They want they want to know what you how you do it. It'd be a highly marketable skill. Performed in, in front of me. If you were really going to go out dispatch an animal, take some pieces off of it, and you're going back to your homestead to fry something up in your frying pan or on your grill, it's not gonna be an udder or the genitals or lip. Here they are, shaming people for their diets. What if I wanna eat a cow udder, bro? What if I want to eat a cow udder? By the way, these butchers have the hipsteristy vibe. That like, they scream meat hipsters. Like, I bet this is an organic thing. Which is good, actually. I hope they do take good care of their cows. Lips or eyeballs. Like, it doesn't make any sense. We recounted the details of the five mutilated bulls. At Somebody out here eating the eyeballs, brother. Somebody's out here eating the eyeballs. The Sylvie's Valley Ranch. We showed them the images of the mutilated animals. What was the first thing that went through your head when you saw that? Aliens. And that's... That's how it fucking ends. What? Uh, so like, this is interesting because, so like, in many ways, this is like indicative of like the type of material that Tucker Carlson makes. Um, what do I mean by that? What, what I mean by that is that like, this, this is the type of stuff Tucker Carlson should be making. Okay. This is where he should be doing it because, because making a, making a like quote unquote news documentary or whatever, where you at the end have no answers and just lots more questions, it is 
is not a responsible way to make the news, but it's an okay way. Like it's like, it's not an okay way to talk about current events because the problem with just having questions, I mean, it's okay to have questions. You're supposed to have questions, but like a journalist's job is to find answers for those questions. But a lot of times what Tucker Carlson would do is he would just wildly gesture at things he doesn't have answers for. Some of which, by the way, answers frequently exist for. Because Tucker Carlson, because giving an audience a series of questions is how you create doubt, not information. As the human being has a void of information, their brain will want to fill that void of information. And this is where people can come up with some truly wild, truly weird, and sometimes even really dangerous ideas. So that's a whole thing. And that's, so maybe, you know, this is the type of show Tucker Carlson should be working on. Alien, alien shit. And like maybe Chupacabra. He's already doing this one in Oregon. Maybe he can talk about all the people who disappear in, like, the Oregon National Parks. Yeah, Tucker, why don't you tell stories that don't have answers anyways? This will line up relatively well with your style of reporting. With air quotes reporting. Because, you know, that's the thing. No one's going to get hurt if Tucker Carlson makes you question the narrative of cattle mutilation. But if Tucker Carlson makes you question democracy, that's a problem. That's the problem. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you enjoy my podcast, uh, please uh, like subscribe and share. If, uh, Please give me some feedback. Please listen to my other episodes. They're not all like this. I like to mix it up with my format, so to speak. But uh, yeah, please check out uh, some of my other podcasts here, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also, please recommend, if you want to give me feedback, you can reach me at rubenuncut at gmail.com. Or you can go to my, um, you can go to my Anchor FM page and uh, leave me a voice. Uh, a voice message. I think they have a limit of one minute, so be concise. Thank you for listening. Woo! Hello, Beth, and welcome back to Unexplained Mysteries with Tucker Carlson. Tonight's mystery, why is Ben Shapiro's wife's vagina so dry? Could it be that maybe she'd prefer the company of a man with a square, rounder head? A man who is more than five foot two? Maybe a man who once looked rather dashing in a bow tie. The point is, you should call me back. You should call me, you should call me back.